Welcome to the Caged Vision Show, where each week we talk about one thing, putting your vision to work. So whether you're the CEO of a large company, maybe an executive within a large company, maybe you're a small company, maybe you are an entrepreneur that is just getting started. Each of you has a vision for where you want to go in the future, and we talk about how to get there, how to put that vision to work. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Caged Vision Podcast with Carrie Rome and Lisa Beck Shuck. <laughs> Does this make you so happy? It's so, have you noticed on LinkedIn when I make a post, I do a hyphenated? Yes, I have noticed. I've been just. You won't say anything. I'm just hoping I'll just it. stop. Yes, I'm hoping you forget. You're hoping I did. Yeah. I, I, well, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I, is, I see that. It is your last name. Yes. Yes, it is. And, and you know what? But due to you and several others, I'm caving. Uh, you're not caving. It's not. It is. I was Beckshock, gonna... Beckshock is a, a fabulous stage name. It's a professional name. It's a just a cool kind of professional name. Beckshock. It's 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 a thing, right? It's Work obviously it. a thing. You have made it a thing. Yeah, it's your dragon energy. My dragon energy. Yeah, so last, energy. last week's what? episode, last week's episode, uh, uh, interviewed Clay Clark, and Clay Clark is talking about this dragon energy thing, and I'm like, "What Ooh, dragon energy?" So I go. This and is I, Game of Thrones. No, 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 no. Dragon energy is this is this something special? This dig dig down, figure it out, get it done, no matter what. It's this this thing that people have. Am I describing it right, George? Yeah, it's what pushes your desire. Yeah. To, dragon energy? Yeah, it's called your dragon energy. It's what pushes your desire, right? I and love so, this. And so, there's this thing, this term called dragon energy. I didn't even know about it, but Clay told me about it. And Clay's actually coming out with a book called Dragon Energy. How smart is that? Oh, my gosh. And he, so, think about that. Kanye West and Donald Trump. And, he, and Clay talks about this. I mean, it couldn't be polar opposites, but... It's it, for for Kanye. It was irrelevant. The, the it's irrelevant. The your your politics, your race, none of that matters. It's about your dragon energy, and he finds people that have dragon energy inspiring, no matter what. Wow, controversial. Kind of known for that anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay then, dragon how energy. It is about. That so today, today, Lisa, we're not talking about dragon. I mean, we've been talking we've about been dragon talking. energy, but we we actually we want. I'm going to try to tie this in, and this may this fail. This is going to be this good. Likely could fail, perhaps. But today, we're going to try to give you a little dragon energy to unlock your caged vision. How was that? Nice. That's good. Nice. Yeah, so we've got three things, and we're going to try to be add a little humor in because this is a little serious, a little heady. Because what we're talking about are the stopping points that prevent people from moving forward with unlocking their caged vision. And there are three things that stop people. And they just, they, they, they get, well, it's just, it's locked. It's, they're trapped. But I think that this is not just for a business. I think this is like in a person's life, like across the board, irrespective of whether you're, you have cage vision and, and you're trying to start a business. I think these three things pretty much are what stop people from trying anything. 
No, you're spot on. You are absolutely spot on. I have a friend who um, his wife stopped working once they when they had children. The kids get into high school. They don't need her as much. She's trying to go back, find a career, and she is struggling with this, right? And it's not a business. It's a purpose, right? It's a purpose, and it's a fear of, mm. you know, if you get down to the really base core of what were the three things are, it's fear. It's fear of failing, Yeah. really. Yeah. Um, and I think that, failing actually is not a bad thing you know i listen to a lot of the um, stanford podcast yes and um you know you hear this celebrate failure and it's and it's and it's sort of goofy i mean we th- a lot of people think of it as goofy well that's because a lot of people go well i don't want to fail i can't fail i'm not gonna fail but everybody fails every single day every single day and if you're not failing you're not trying you're just you're just running on repeat we just need to make it more acceptable as a culture for people to fail well i guess this is what i'm saying out in stanford it is clearly i mean if you have 10 failures in a row and you're not trying they're not they're not they don't accept that but they accept that they they understand that to be an entrepreneur to go out on a limb to try things new and as you said it doesn't have to be a business sometimes it you're gonna fail you're going to learn and you you question yourself, do I want to do this or do I want to do a different version of this because what I thought was right is not exactly what I want. And so going back to my friend earlier, um, she decided, you know what, I, I love uh, interior design. Uh, I love the idea of flipping houses. I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to oversee the addition and the construction and I'm going to I'm going to fix it up internally and we're going to flip it. And she did. And I think I don't know, I think she made I don't know, $25,000 on on the deal. The problem is the stress that came with that she was not okay with. No, well no. I mean and so she she loved certain aspects. So now I mean it's so amazing that she took that leap that she she just she didn't wait. She said, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to try. And you know what? It wasn't what she thought it would be. So she can go do something else. But she's, she's, she's learned. She's got certain aspects of that. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to do more of this. So, But if she, she had never started, she would not know that lesson. So let's dive in to the three things that really prevent people from getting started. Well, the first thing is, is the need for certainty, mm. which, golly, I see that. So often I'm dealing with uh, a friend right now and she has wanted to open a champagne bar, a bar for wait, you. Wait, 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 wait. I know. Where all you do is drink champagne? No, no, no. There are other things besides champagne, but it it revolves. It's more art deco sort of great Gatsby-ish, you know, it's fun. I promise. And so wait, wait, she's. Wait. Are you trying to convince me or her? Neither, because we're doing it. So there you go. Oh, Um, But the need for certainty went back when she was working full time. You know, she's like, well, what if this doesn't work? I was like, wait, 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 wait. You you set up a plan. 
you you do the best you can, I promise you there will be changes along the way and things that don't go the way you think they're going to. But you do the best you can with the knowledge that you have and then you move forward. And she finally took the leap. We sat on her porch one night and mapped out sort of a six-month transition from full-time to quitting her job yeah. and doing more freelance stuff. Um, and she actually, after like three months, texted me and said, do I have to wait six months? I was like, no, no. not at all. No. Go for it. But that was sort of the need for certainty, the whole constantly sort of seeking that, am I doing the right thing? Is this going to work? Yeah, and part, this- of, and part of that's validation. Uh, yes. Part of, and, but, but the other aspect of it is just it's a, it's a personality trait. There are some people that are just willing to just dive off and start. There are others that need more information. If you're one of those personalities that needs more information, it sort of it leans itself towards certainty. You're desiring more certainty. And when you do that, just when you say, I need more information, one tip is to write down what information you need in order to make the decision. Because what you'll find, if you don't, you'll get that information and then you'll need more. Oh, excellent point. And then you'll need more. So once you say, I have all the, if once I have this information, I'll have all I need to know, then you get to a point where you say, okay, I'm, now I'm, I'm struggling with this, uh, uh, this, this thing that's this need for certainty, and I need to push through it. Okay, so to that point, I think there are people that say, I have to have the answers to these 12 questions or these 12 topics. And then when they get those answers, they say, oh, but now I have six more questions. I mean, you've got to delineate what you absolutely need to know and what you're not going to know until you start. Because, because, Lisa Beckshuck, it can be a treadmill. Constantly looking for certainty is draining. It's draining. And I actually picked up on this from an Andy Stanley uh, podcast. Uh, I think it was a podcast. I think it was probably a uh, conference that he spoke at. Anyway, he said the need for certainty is draining. And it, it can be so draining. So use these tips to move forward. All right, number two. Insecurity. Mm. Gosh. I... Have you noticed? Have you noticed my? I've started to do this mm, thing. Yeah, where did this come from? I don't know, but uh, Jana's father, uh, they grew they grew up in a Southern Baptist church, and they give a lot of uh, mm, you know after after the preacher will say something, and I've started to do my yeah yeah so I'm starting to like hmm 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 so what I, I know that y'all have noticed I've noticed myself just being self aware. Letting everyone At least know you're not insecure about it. I'm not insecure about it. Tying this back in. Thanks, Lacey. She's you're trying welcome. to put the guardrails up. You're all right. welcome. Insecure. Well, I, we're all insecure. Yes. And I think that stepping out and knowing that everyone else is just as insecure as you are mm. is like the first step. Don't you? I do. I, I mean, think. I think the, you know, when, when you want to do something and you've got this this plan for it the first you know you you there's certainty and you want to find out information the second is you feel like all the eyes are on you and they're not 
No. There's probably people, a few. Well, but you know what? The people that all they're worried about was what you're doing, you don't need to worry about those. No, people. not at all. I love this quote, and I, I guess it's it's from the Andy Stanley yeah, yeah. Uh, podcast, which insecurity will eventually lead to dishonesty, which erodes your credibility and undermines authority. Wow. That deserves them. No, mm. don't. Don't. Okay. Just don't. Okay. Is this mm thing, like, instead of saying amen, is that it? Because, you know. I'm not saying amen in my head, so I, I can't answer you're that. You're really grunting in your head? I'm going to have a moment somewhere. No, you you're verbalize? not. No, you're not, George. Anyway, I'm just saying, maybe I'll just say amen. Just don't be insecure about it is all I got to say. I'm not. I'm just being self-aware about it. It just picked up. I don't know where the habit came from. Anyway. Moving on. Lisa, I have to keep you all yeah, that's focused it. today. That's it. It's so yep, hard. That's all it. Right, Put right, those bumper on. rails up. That's it. That's what you do. That's what you do. Hey. Hey, the third thing that keeps people from getting started is envy. I think this is a trap. I think it's a trap because if you don't do one and two, if you're only looking for certainty and you're you keep digging, 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 and then... Because you don't have all the answers, you're insecure about starting. And so you look at others who have, and you start to envy, you're in a world of hurt. You are in a world of a mess because it's not a pretty spot. Well, and it will just... you. you if you're envious of someone, you, you can't compare yourself and what your idea is and what you're doing to anybody else because you... If you have caged vision and you're trying to solve a problem, that problem's not getting solved elsewhere. So you can't compare yourself to anyone else because no one else is going to do what you're going to do. Does that make sense? That was that was really good. Lisa. Not that I'm surprised. Right. Not well, that I'm surprised. You sound surprised. No, actually. no, no. I just wanted to pause and make sure that we, that that moment was captured. Okay. The good news about a podcast is that you can hit rewind. Nice. And listen to it again. And people should. Yeah, that part, not that. not my rambling. Anyway, we do have some tips for you to help with all of this. Yes, and what to do so you can get started. Yeah, yeah, it's really, listen. But you know what, I don't, I think it's more than just what keeps them from getting started. I think all of us have these, the need for certainty, insecurity, and envy about a lot of different things, not just about caged vision. Yeah, you're right. I mean, when I talk to when I talk to a CEO and I'm talking to them about helping them uh, map out and prioritize strategy, and like they say, well, you know, um, you know, how do we how do we get started? I say, we start. Yeah, just start. There's a process. We just jump in. Well, how do where do we start? Wherever you are. Some people are very organized, have a very structured um, strategy. And it's really pretty in a PowerPoint, and we got to unpack it, and 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 because it doesn't align once you get it out of that PowerPoint. Other companies want to work towards a strategy, but they're not really organized enough yet. They've got a lot of like figuring out and say, where are we? So you just got to start. So the three things: hmm. know yourself. Yeah. Can you live with uncertainty? I don't know that that's the right question, though. Okay. Because we all live with uncertainty every day. If you're really honest with yourself, you live with a certain level of uncertainty 
every day. Okay, maybe it's how much uncertainty are you willing to live with? Okay, I mean, I will go there. Because, because that's I the balance you... between the desire for certainty and how much are you willing to, maybe that's the, maybe that's the answer. I think that is the answer. But knowing yourself is important. Like, hey, I am that personality that always has to have more information. And so knowing yourself is the first step. Hey, where do I fall on this and how much am I willing to, to live with? It goes back to the podcast with a couple of episodes back when we said um, the, um, the, what was it, the status quo is not the risk-free option. Oh, I don't When most know. people feel like, well, we'll just keep doing this. That's not risk-free. You need to calculate the risk of doing nothing. Because there is risk to doing nothing. Because there's risk in doing nothing, yeah. So the second one is to ask yourself, am I okay failing? I, I think that's like every day. And I think people just need to become more okay with, you know what? Not every single thing that I do is going to work out. No, no. And, you know, I think... The, when you decide to push yourself with anything, am I okay not getting it right the first time? You're not saying, am I okay with failure? You're not saying, do I accept failure as a, you know, as a thing? Nobody really is de has, desires failure. That's not the point. The point is, are you okay knowing that there will be failures and you're going to not you're not going to get it right the first time and you're going to have to pivot and plan A is not going to be the right plan. Plan B more than likely is. I listened to a podcast recently that said 13% I think of technology companies um, ended up focusing on a different target customer than they originally planned. But they don't consider that failing. Yeah. They consider that learning. Not wait, I said that wrong. Shocker. Um, all but 13. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. A lot. 87%. 87%. I think I got that right. Okay. So we'll be Googling that fact. Google it, George. The Google. Yeah. Anyway. All right. But the point is, Lisa back. The point is. Oh, you want the third point? No, I want the second one. You're going to round I, out the second point. I already did the second oh, one. Oh, okay. All right. Third point. Third point is get real with yourself. Yeah. Do but you... I think that goes with know yourself. So I think there's really only two takeaways. Because well, if you know right. yourself, can, can I argue that means... That point? Sure. Not, not to argue, argue with every you. every <laughs> point. So yes, argue no, I mean, away. What? Okay. Know yourself. And then the get real yourself it, with yourself is um, I, I I know all these facts about myself and and I'm and I'm am I will I'm call yourself out maybe it's not get real with yourself maybe it's call yourself out are do you want to do this or you want to talk about okay. this? okay yeah that works and I think that's really where you know there's so many people that just talk about things I think that you once you determine if you really can do it. That's more than knowing yourself. That is getting real. Because some people think that they know. And then if you really, really ask yourself the hard questions, they go, I can't do it. And then they need to be okay with that. Well, I, you know, so classic example, professional basketball. Like the odds not an me, option for you. Not an option for me. 
Never going to happen. But don't, I, don't, I think we're not talking to an unrealistic crowd here that's just a dreamer. We're talking about people that are reality. That, the reason they're listening to this is because they're on the cusp of doing something. They just need continued encouragement and confidence, which is why I listen to the Caged Vision podcast. Lisa, anything else to add this no, week? No, I think you've handled it beautifully. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.